0: Tonight, in the middle commercial of this program, I'm going to give some extremely timely and useful information on a type of life insurance protection you may never have heard of before. It's a very flexible policy known as the Equitable Society's Full Freedom Plan. Full freedom? Just what does that mean, applied to life insurance? That's a very good question, and I'll answer it in about 14 minutes. Please listen carefully for complete details on the full freedom plan of the Equitable Life Assurance Society of the United States. Tonight, the subject of our FBI file, Flight to Avoid Prosecution. It's title, The Cross Country Fugitive.
1: federal Bureau of Investigation cooperates with the local and state police everywhere in the nation. The FBI laboratory, for example, makes its facilities available to every accredited law enforcement agency. Thousands upon thousands of reports on the fingerprints of suspects are answered by the FBI Identification Division. Perhaps one of the most important aids your FBI gives local authorities is in locating missing witnesses. Under the law, if a witness in a local criminal case involving a penitentiary offense is served with a subpoena and evidence is found that the witness has left the state your FBI has jurisdiction under the law covering unlawful flight to avoid giving testimony such cases are actually manhunts for a person in hiding can flee to any corner of the country can change his occupation his appearance his habits when all the facts are sufficiently evident Your FBI secures a warrant for that witness's arrest. Then comes the real job. The job of serving that warrant. Tonight's file opens in an FBI field office in a western state. Agent in charge Bishop is at his desk when Special Agent Jim Taylor approaches.
2: You sent for me, Mr. Bishop?
1: Yes, Taylor.
3: I've got a job for you. How are you coming on that report? Almost finished. Good. I'm putting you on a surveillance. When you were in the Boston office, did you run across a hoodlum named George Tracy? No, not directly, but I know who he is. Well, Tracy comes up for trial next week. This time, the police think they've got a case that'll stand up.
2: How does this office fit in?
3: Well, the case depends on Tracy's former bookkeeper, a man named Harry Lander. He was subpoenaed and came out west someplace. With Lander, Tracy can be convicted. Without him, there's no case. Boston have any idea
2: where Lander might be?
3: No, but they've got information that a hanger-on of Tracy's is delivering some money to Lander to keep him under for a while longer. I see. The hanger-on's name is Leo Parker. Leo Parker. Flew from Boston to Omaha, then switched to a bus. An agent from the Omaha office is on the bus now with Parker. Mm-hmm. He'll turn him over to you.
2: Mm-hmm. When do they get in?
3: Tomorrow morning at eight thirty. Agent's name is Jones.
2: We have any pictures of the witness?
3: No, but here's a complete description. Thanks. How long shall I stay with Parker? Till you find Harry Lander. <laughs>
2: I beg your pardon? You talking to me? Yeah, is that the Omaha paper you're carrying?
3: Yes.
2: Oh, well, may I see it for a minute, please? Yes, of
3: course.
2: Thanks. John? Uh huh. Taylor. Got a match? Yeah. Here.
3: Yeah. Over my left shoulder. Ticket window. Uh huh. Camel's hair coat, brown hat. Yeah, I see. You gotten
2: anything? Not even hello. He's got his ticket. He's heading back toward the same bus you got off of. He's yours, Tanner. Okay, I better get my ticket and climb aboard. Seat taken?
4: (laughs) Not if you can sing bass, it isn't. I'm afraid not. (laughs) Well, come on, come on, come on. Sit down anyway. Join the family. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, my name's Ward, Frank Flower, Ward. My mother named me Flower because I was born on Decoration Day. (laughs) I'm with Crenshaw Candy. Best gumdrops this side of the Rockies. (laughs) Glad to meet you, Mr. Ward. My name's Taylor. (laughs) How are you? Uh, Say, by the way, you know Swanee River?
5: Yeah. I better hold it. The baby's asleep. (laughs)
4: Really? Oh oh okay I'm
5: sure. Sorry to keep you from having a good time. Are you kidding? He could have a good time at a cemetery. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, she'll keep you laughing all day long, <laughs> uh, Mr. Taylor. Meet my fellow passengers here and yours. This is uh, Miss Owen. And the little mother is Mrs. Merrill.
5: How do you do? Hello, Merrill.
4: You know, Swanee River reminds me. I sang it once on a train, and the man in the corner started crying.
5: Oh no, so... not that joke!
4: <laughs> well, I walked over and I said, uh, "Pardon me, sir." Are you a southerner? And he shook his head and he asked. <laughs> he shook his head and he answered, No, I'm a musician.
5: We got another 200 miles of this.
4: Oh, look, the little fellows away. All right, honey, all right.
5: Here you are, a nice warm bottle. Hey, laughing boy, how about some canaster? Oh, sure, sure thing. One thing, though, no more stale jokes, yeah, huh?
4: uh, Come on, Taylor, you'll be my partner,
2: huh? Eh? Well, I don't know the game, thanks. Uh, how about you, mister? I'll switch seats if you want to play.
4: No.
5: Hey, he can talk.
6: What's
5: that? Well, we've been riding with him since Omaha, and this is the first word he said to
6: anybody. I got enough friends now.
5: Yeah? How'd you like to play to an audience of guys like that? No wonder I've been laying off.
4: Say, did you ever hear the one about the fellow who went to the employment agency? They asked him if he wanted a job at the Eagle Laundry. And he
5: turned it down because he didn't have any experience washing eagles. (laughs) Yes, that's the one. Mr. Wood, I never thought I'd come to this, but please sing.
4: Well, well, all right. (laughs) Prepare for bombing. Away down the pond. Swansea River Far, far
1: away The bus rolled on through the open western countryside. A little past noon, it reached a small city and stopped at a combination hotel, coffee shop, and gas station. Agent Taylor put in a call for his agent in charge and waited for it to be put through.
5: You putting on the feedback?
1: Oh, after my call goes
5: through. Oh. You're using the booth?
2: Yeah, but I won't be long.
5: All right. I I'd to call my sister. She's waiting for me in Melrose. Driver says we'll probably run into some snow, and it could delay us. Yeah. <laughs> it's just my luck. Yeah, we do an act, you know, my sister and me. We've been laying off since old man Mose was a juvenile. We finally get booked in Melrose, and it looks like I'll blow it. Oh,
2: uh, pardon me, will you? That must be my
5: call. Oh, sure. Go
3: ahead. Hello? Bishop talking.
2: Well, this is Taylor. We're in Linwood, stopping for lunch. Any progress? No, I haven't been able to get Parker into conversation.
3: Mm. Any idea yet how far he's going?
2: No, none at all. He's been buying his tickets from one stop to the next.
3: You think he's suspicious?
2: Yeah, well, he hasn't given any sign of it.
3: Where's your next stop?
2: Mountain City. We're due in there at 3.30. I'll report from there if I possibly can. Mm.
5: There we
6: are. <laughs> Come on, Nanny. Don't Cry. smile, Dickie.
5: Just a
4: little smile. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. You'd think he just had one of our gumdrops.
5: <laughs> I think it's warm enough for me to take off this extra blanket. Here, Dickie, let me take the blanket off.
4: Carol, can I give you a hand with
5: that? Oh, would you put it on the rack, please? Yes, sir. Thank you. Well, <laughs> Oh, don't tell me you just remembered another joke.
6: That's right.
5: Where's the emergency door on this thing?
4: I was looking out at the snow out there, and it reminded me that I better get a bottle when we stop next time.
5: What's so funny about that?
4: Well, every time I think of whiskey, I remember a doctor telling my father that if he'd quit drinking, he'd live
5: to be eight. <laughs>
4: Bob said it's too late. I'm 85
6: now. <laughs>
5: <laughs> hey, what's happening? Who's what stopping for?
4: Hey, those men in the road look like policemen, don't they? Yeah, they sure do. Well, I'll go see what they want.
5: Hey, don't tell them any jokes or they'll lock us all up. <laughs> okay, okay.
2: It's all right. It's all right. Pardon me. You finished reading that paper? Why? Oh, I was just wondering if it said anything in it about how long this storm would last. Look out the window, you'll find huh? <laughs> look, mister, we're all in this together. You might as well be pleasant about it. Now why?
4: Hey, we're turning around.
2: what
6: right, for?
4: Now the road between here and Mountain City is closed on account of sledge, so they're sending us back to Linwood. Oh.
6: They can't do that. Well, they are. If I got a date with a guy tonight. I can't
4: bust it. They said the road through the pass is
6: blocked. You mean nothing is getting through? No, we're not. We're heading back to Linwood.
1: So once more, the bus pulled into Linwood, to the combination hotel, coffee shop, and gas station. Again, the passengers piled off through the snow and into the hotel lobby, just as they had done less than an hour before. One other thing was repeated. Agent Taylor's call to his agent in charge.
2: Hello? Bishop talking. Mr. Bishop, we're back in Linwood. What happened? Slides have blocked the main highway between here and Mountain City. I see. Our subject didn't seem to like it when we had to turn back. Said he had an appointment he had to keep.
3: He mentioned where?
2: No, but he did say the date was tonight.
3: Mm -hmm. What stops were you scheduled to make before midnight?
2: Uh, Hold on, will you? And I'll check the schedule. Right. Here it is. St. Clair, Mm -hmm. Grand Fork, Valley Junction, Mm -hmm. Mountain City, and then Melrose.
3: I'll notify the police in those places to be on the lookout for Lander. All right, sir. You had any chance to talk to Parker?
2: Oh, we've exchanged a few words. Mr. Bishop, the way this storm's blowing up, I doubt that he'll
3: keep his date. Then we've got to try to help him. If he's bringing Lander a payoff and doesn't show up. Lander may go so far under, nobody will ever find him.
2: You think there's any chance that he'd ever give himself up?
3: <laughs> I doubt it. He must know he's been held in contempt of court for not answering that subpoena. But even if he comes in voluntarily, he'll probably go to jail.
5: Uh-huh.
3: Our job is to arrange for Parker to keep that date.
2: Yes, sir, but How?
3: Well, it may be a way of getting through. I'll tell you what to do, Taylor. Uh, go to police headquarters and contact the chief. Uh...
4: And asks, does this taxi stop at a hotel? And the driver says, No, we keep it in a garage.
5: (laughs) Pardon me, Mr. Ward. Oh, you don't think that'll
2: stop him. Well, look, I have something to say to all of you. Uh Uh, I got in touch with a friend of mine who lives here, and he thinks he might be able to get us through. He's lining up some transportation for us now, so who wants to take a chance?
5: What kind of a chance is
2: it? Well, if we get stuck on the road, it'll be rougher than it is here in the lobby, but if we make it through the pass, you can continue on to wherever you're going.
5: I'd like to go. I've got to get through to Mountain City. My husband's being shipped overseas tomorrow, and he's never seen the baby.
2: I'll be glad to take you, Mrs. Merrill. Oh,
5: thank you. That's all right. How about you, miss? Oh, sure. Sure. If I don't get to Melrose tonight in time to do the first show, we'll never get another job. Okay. Mr.
4: Ward? No, nah, I think I'll stay here. I ain't got as much chance of selling gumdrops drops one place as another. And if I'm not going to sell any, I'd rather be warm doing this. <laughs>
2: How about you? You talking to me? Yeah. You said you had an important date to keep. You want to come with us? Well, do you?
6: Yeah. Come in.
0: We will return shortly to tonight's case from the official files of the FBI. Now let's briefly consider the Equitable Society's Full Freedom Plan. This is a type of life insurance protection you may never have heard of before. A kind of protection that may be an ideal answer to your
7: personal insurance problem. The Equitable Full Freedom Plan differs from policies you're now familiar with in that it does not tie you down. First of all, you have freedom from worry from worry about how you're going to keep this policy in force in future years. With an equitable full freedom
0: plan, you need not worry how this plan is going to fit into your budget, now or in the future. That's because this plan provides for a make-up-your-mind period of five full years. During that period, your payments are geared to your
7: present income. Now let's see what happens in 1957, at the end of that make-up-your-mind period. Well, that's when you take advantage of this plan's second freedom. The Equitable Society gives you full freedom of choice. This means that you can convert your plan into any one
0: of a number of attractive Equitable Society life insurance plans. Suppose your income has gone up. Then you may elect to go in for a retirement income for your old age or an education fund for your children. On the other hand, suppose your expenses have increased faster than your salary. In that case, the premium can be reduced about 35%, yet you still have the same face amount of protection. Remember... You have five years to make up your mind, and during that entire period, you have the peace of mind that comes from
7: knowing that your loved ones have the life insurance protection they need. That's the best freedom of all of an equitable full freedom plan, freedom from worry about what might happen to your family if the breadwinner should die. For the good news on the cost of an equitable full freedom
0: plan, consult your local telephone directory for the number of your local Equitable Society representative. Or send a postcard care of this station to Equitable. That's E-Q-U-I-T-A-B-L-E. The Equitable Life Assurance Society of the United States. And now back to the FBI file, The Cross-Country Fugitive.
1: One of the axioms taught school children is that no chain is stronger than its weakest link. That is also true of the chain of law enforcement agencies throughout the country. In this case, for example, you heard an agent in charge tell Special Agent Taylor to go to the local police. That happens in many cases, for FBI cooperation with the police is a two-way street. This time, it is the police in a small western city being asked. Next time it might be the police in your community. If it is, will they be ready to help your FBI protect you? Will they have the manpower, the facilities, the training to enable them to cooperate? As a citizen, you should know the answer to those questions. Your FBI has learned that the strength of any local law enforcement group is usually in direct proportion to the interest shown by the people of the community. You are not expected personally and individually to make your local police a strong force for protection. But you can help, if the situation demands, by working with already formed good government organizations in your neighborhood. Do that tomorrow. And by helping to make your city a better place in which to live, you'll be helping not only the entire country, but also yourself. Tonight's FBI file continues as Special Agent Taylor enters the office of the local chief of police.
3: Oh, come on in, Taylor. Thank you, Chief.
1: I've been waiting for you.
3: Your agent in charge called a few minutes ago. Oh, then you know the problem. Mm-hmm. You want to get through the
2: path. I've got to get through. You see, I went out on a limb and promised some people that I'd arrange for transportation. Oh. Is there any possible way?
7: Mm, not by car, huh? And But there's a farmer who lives near here by the name of Caldwell. He's got a horse-drawn sleigh. He might be able to take you. Can you get in touch with him? Yeah, I'll call him. Oh, oh uh,
2: Chief, before you do, there are five of us in this group, including two women and a baby. I want to make sure there's not going to be any danger to them.
7: Oh, there won't be. If Caldwell does take you, he'll use the back road. They don't have any slides on that. Good. Uh, you can pardon me asking, but uh, why'd you invite
2: women? Oh, I didn't want to make it too obvious to Parker. Oh. Well, I'll get Caldwell on the phone. See if we can go. Well, folks, we got our transportation. Hallelujah. This Friend, I was in the service with, found a man with a sleigh. He'll take us through to Mountain City.
4: Uh, Miss Taylor, I've uh, changed my mind. I think I will go with you, if you don't
2: mind. All right, Mr. Warren, that's fine. You go get your things ready and I'll tell the others. Eh? Yeah,
5: good, good,
2: Are we ready to go? Well, not yet, Mrs. Murrow, but we will be soon. Oh,
5: that's wonderful.
2: Will you pardon me? I've I've got to tell that other man who's going with us to get ready.
5: You mean the man in the brown coat? Yeah. Oh, Oh, you don't have to bother about him. Oh, why not? He went out to find his own transportation.
1: This entire investigation hinged on following Parker to his meeting with Harry Lander and seeing to it that he got to that meeting on time. So Agent Taylor went on a hurried search for Parker. First, he visited the local taxi company. Parker had been there and left. The railroad station was next. Parker had been there and left. The next stop was the local airfield. Then began a check of restaurants, diners, saloons.
2: Hey, I've been looking all over town for you.
1: Oh? Why?
2: I've got transportation.
6: Look, Mac, I've been around town myself. Nothing is getting through. Well, I've arranged
2: for a sleigh.
6: Driver says he can get through the pass using the back road. Yeah?
2: How'd you come up with him? A friend of mine who's in the army with me lives here. He found this farmer.
6: What's the tab? Five dollars a man. We're cutting it up. Just don't figure. Why not? What's in it for you? Nothing. And why'd you knock yourself out looking for me? You gotta have some angle. Well, you said you had an important date and
2: you had to get through. Now we got transportation, there's room for you Why shouldn't I ask you? I wouldn't do it for you Oh, look, I'm not standing here and pleading with you The sleigh is ready and we're leaving You want to come along? Okay
6: Come on Mayor. get up, boys Up now, come on
4: well, look what I found in my pocket, my bus ticket. I forgot to turn it in back there.
2: Oh, they'll redeem it in Mountain City, Mr. Ward. Yeah. You
4: know, that reminds me of a story uh, about uh, the kid the teacher asked me. Mr. Ward,
5: it's too cold. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay.
5: Yeah,
4: yeah Mr. Taylor, what, what's that driver's name again?
2: Caldwell. Good. You call me? Ah. Oh. Oh, no, Mr. Caldwell. This gentleman here just wanted to know your name.
4: Yes, yeah, just part of my business. I try to know everybody's name.
5: Oh.
4: Is it now, you know, it looks like the baby's enjoying the ride.
5: Yes, he likes to nap in the fresh air. How can he sleep in this cold? He's got six layers of clothes Mr. on Mr. Caldwell!
6: Yep? You think we'll get through all right? He ain't missed in 30 years. The horse is out there. <laughs> Not by a burn sight. Well, they move like they are. Yeah. Can't you get up any more speed? Wouldn't do no good. Why not? horses run now, they'll walk later. Better off letting them go the way they be. What time you think we'll hit the pass? No telling. I'll pay you an extra 50 if you make those nags gallop. Well, I'd sure like to oblige. Why don't you use a whip? That'd hurt the horses. They wouldn't be getting the extra money I would. <laughs>
7: Another come.
6: Get up there. Come on, boys.
2: Hey, Mr. Caldwell. Yep. How far in this direction can a car come from Mountain City?
6: Just the the side of the pass.
2: Well, if we could phone ahead and have a car meet us, we'd save a lot of time. Are there any telephones between here and the pass? Two or three. What's the first one we come to?
6: Chris Miller's barn. Miles up the road.
2: Well, if you'll stop there, I'll phone ahead and try to make arrangements.
5: You talk to me. Tell me all about it. <laughs> That's it. Hey, shouldn't we be seeing penguins? <laughs>
6: hey, Farmer. Mom. You mean Mom. me? Yeah. You said we went through the Mom. pass. We did. Where's that yeah. car? It's my affair. Yeah. The
2: driver said he'd come out as far as he could.
6: Well, it's after 4 now. I know. Farmer, how far is Mountain City? Oh, 50 miles or so.
2: that where your appointment is? Mountain City?
6: Yeah. In this weather, it'd take us till 6 o'clock to get there if this was a car. Uh, and it ain't. I'm almost sure of that.
2: You know, I'm in the same spot you are. My date's at 6 o'clock in Mountain City, too.
6: Mr. Taylor! Yo! Look yonder! Hey, a taxi! Yeah, it's
2: ours. It's almost quarter to five. We might still make it. Yeah.
5: We're gonna see Daddy. (laughs) Look at him
6: smile. Six o'clock. Yeah, I know. There's
2: the hotel. Oh, thank goodness. Well, Mr. Ward, you're gonna keep the cab. Yes. Ah,
5: we're both going on to Melrose.
2: Here we are. Hey, let me out. Hey, take it easy.
5: Well, keeps his record clean. I think Richard's trying to say goodbye. Huh? Oh, yeah. Right, right, goodbye, right. honey. Oh, bye, Ward. good.
6: Goodbye,
2: goodbye, yeah, This will take care of the cab up and off. Oh, oh, thank you, thank
5: you. So long, Mr. Taylor. Bye, Miss Irwin. Bye, Miss Merrill. So bye. Ward. Thank Come you. by.
2: You're meeting your husband here at the hotel?
5: In the coffee shop. He said he'd wait for us if he had to drink the place dry. Hi, Dad. Go
6: ahead.
5: Thank you. There's the coffee shop. Well,
2: Mrs. Merrill, I have to say goodbye. I see my party.
5: Goodbye, Mr. Taylor.
2: Hello, Parker. See, so you met your friend. I Thought you had a date with somebody. I didn't. Well, look, I'm kind of busy. You don't I'm... understand. We both had a date with this same man. You are Mr. Lander, aren't you? Well, why are you? I'm a special agent of the FBI, Mr. Lander. This is a warrant for your arrest.
1: Lander was returned to testify at the trial of George Tracy who received a substantial prison sentence. Lander also received a prison sentence. Perhaps no better example is needed than tonight's case from the files of the Federal Bureau of Investigation to show the length to which your FBI goes to ensure the proper workings of justice. Occasionally a case comes along so simple it can be handled without having an agent leave his desk. However on most files A special agent needs and uses the tools of his profession. Training, experience, hard work, and common sense. Those are the primary weapons of every member of your FBI. The weapons by which they do their job of protecting your property, your lives, your freedoms.
0: Now, a quick review of the Equitable Full Freedom
7: Plan. This plan will have special appeal for two types of people. First, husbands who want more life insurance protection for their families, but who expect income changes in the next few years. For such a man, that make-up-your-mind period of five years is a real lifesaver. This plan is also made to order for people who, in these uncertain times, are not sure just what their
0: life insurance needs will be in a few years. For complete information consult your local telephone directory for the number of your local Equitable Society representative.
1: Next week, we will dramatize another case from the files of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Its subject, kidnapping. Its title, The Corruptors.
0: Others in the cast were Anthony Barrett, B. Benaderet, Colleen Collins, Bill Conrad, Bill Johnstone, Lou Merrill, Vernon Rich, and Sarah Spencer. This is Your FBI is a Jerry Devine production. This is Larry Keating speaking for the Equitable Life Assurance Society of the United States and the Equitable Society's representative in your community and inviting you to tune in again next week at this same time when the Equitable Life Assurance Society will bring you another thrilling transcribed story from the files of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. The Corrupters on This Is Your FBI. Stay tuned for the adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. There's fun for the whole family when Ozzy and Harriet come your way next. This program came to you from Hollywood.